0: Good evening, lurkers. What do you think about United States urban legends, Halloween disasters, and a few fun games? Sounds like we forgot about aliens. So, let's lurk! Let's talk about some things that are real, unlike aliens. (laughs) Like... Every single state, whether you know it or not, has an urban legend that, you know, is absolutely true.
1: It's proven... Before we get into this list yeah. of 50 states, because we're going to go through this episode. We're going to go through all 50.
0: Every single one.
1: Growing up, did you think that these urban legends were real? Like, did you believe in Bigfoot?
0: I wanted to believe. I, I wanted to say, like... One day I'm gonna get to go up, climb up the mountain and see Bigfoot for real. Or I'm gonna be able to say that BM word <laughs> into the mirror three times and something's gonna happen. Like I was also raised Catholic be- I-, I don't wanna say it. Beetle moose. You never you never ball got movement, challenged ball <laughs> oh. <laughs> You never got challenged to go into the bathroom when you were younger, turn off all the lights and look in the mirror and say I have okay you have no idea what I'm talking about I
1: I know the reference I know the reference but I don't remember the name it wasn't impactful and I think I did it when I was like in my 30s alone and I was like
0: this is stupid no you did it in your 30s as you were trying to get over a hangover the next day at the bar because (laughs) everybody when they're a child suddenly learns how to order Bloody Marys
1: yes Uh, but no no we didn't do that well what did you
0: do how did you scare each other at sleepovers or the older kids chased us with rocks and bats? <laughs> uh, nothing legend about that. Okay, so maybe we don't go over all 50 uh, unless you absolutely want to, but I would I just want you to pick 5 states. Give me 5. Give me give me one state right now. We'll do number 1. Pick a state. I have looked state. at this list. You want to start here? You want to start at home? I want to start down south.
1: The people that make it feel real. Trust me, I have one to end on. But let's start with
0: Louisiana. Maybe if you're from there, you've heard of this, but I have never heard of the Carter Brothers. You see, back in the early 1930s, a young woman escaped from the home of the Carter Brothers in New Orleans with slash marks on her wrist. She told the police that the brothers were feeding off her blood. The cops stormed the French Quarter residence where they found more young women in similar states, their blood draining from their bodies. The brothers, now thought to be vampires, were captured and executed, only for it to be discovered years later that their crypts were empty. I feel like there's more scary
1: real stories. Like, do you remember that woman that was, like, like, maimed in, like, Nevada? And her arms were chopped off and she walked, like, 20 miles and was found in a bloody mess
0: and naked, missing arms. And she lived? Uh, I think I skipped that one. I, I don't oh, remember. Oh, got really. it. <laughs> um, but really, like, chapter. the Carter brothers... May have been vampires, according to this legend. But but let's be real. Everyone knows it's the Illuminati. You know, this this is just where it all started. (laughs) In Louisiana.
1: Can we go... I want to go out east. A place where I think a lot of legends must be born. And let's go north to the cold reaches of Maine.
0: The Seguin... Island Lighthouse. Like many urban legends, the one in Maine has to do with isolation. As legend has it, in the 1800s, the caretaker of the Seguin Island Lighthouse and his wife were the only two people living on the tiny spit of land. They naturally grew increasingly bored and isolated. The caretaker bought a piano so his wife could play it to keep both of them entertained. But she knew only one song. The insufferable repetition of the same tune, combined with the severe isolation, drove the husband mad. And he took an axe, chopped the piano, and his wife into bits. And then he killed himself. Or so the story goes. What the fuck? (laughs) This is all from Reader's Digest. Like, what kind of of weird... (laughs) <laughs> let's move out west
1: staying in the north i want to know about the legends of
0: oregon oregon willie out west in oregon there's a the legend of the bandage man you see the ghost of a man who was supposedly chopped into bits not unlike <laughs> the seguin lighthouse he was chopped into bits at a sawmill and he terrifies Oregon residents to this day. They call him the Bandage Man because, well, his entire body is wrapped up in bloody bandages. Mostly, he is said to attack people who drive through or park their cars at a certain Cannon Beach. That would be the best prank to pull. Oh, yeah! (laughs) Just, like, at the
1: beach, you know, like, the whole month of October... You're just sitting there in your car. You see somebody pull up. You put the thermostat lid back on. You're like, it's my time.
0: Finally, somebody showed up. Or you could be like the jerk boyfriend in those teen movies, you know, where you you take the girl to go make out at Cannon Beach. And she's, she's maybe new or younger. She doesn't know about the urban legend. And you have your friends show up and freak everybody out. And then you all laugh about it. But it turns out Bandage Man is real. The only hunky dude i want to be from a teen
1: movie is chris evans in not another teen movie because of the
0: banana scene not because he got to be friends with the foreign exchange student was she a foreign exchange student yeah the one that walked around naked all the time oh that's <laughs> <laughs>
1: forgot there were a lot
0: of boobs in that movie
1: now i didn't before we get before we get to what i think is going to be the scariest scott Let's go, let's go home, Minnesota.
0: Country road, take me home, to the place, to a place of the Wendigo. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> See, the Wendigo is a creature of Native, Amer- Native American folklore that is thought to be the result of cannibalism. A person will turn into a Wendigo, a fang-bearing creature, that is tall, skeletal, and hairy, if they resort to eating another human being. Will you fall prey to the glowing eyes and the snake-like tongue of the Wendigo, or is it just an urban legend?
1: Scott is afraid of everything, but Mm -hmm. Scott, I want you to go to Google. No.
0: And search the Wendigo and click on images. I know what it looks like. I've watched Supernatural. I've watched the first season. It was scary. No, you're not getting out of this. Mm. Do it, Scott. (laughs) Do it. I don't want this on my search history. Oh, it looks like a deer. It looks like a deer. Like
1: somebody's out in the woods, tripping balls, seeing a deer who's scared to death (laughs) of a human being and going, oh my God, this thing is going to murder me. I probably (laughs) ate humans. There have been many moments where our like, One of our cabins growing up family uh, had a cabin like 30 minutes away from Canada. And having to go outside to pee because we didn't have running water. In the middle of the night, no lights. All you can hear is the rustle of wind in the the branches. I swear to you, even now as an adult, I thought
0: something was going to come up and bite my penis off. It's unnerving to go out into the woods because... It's dark. Everything else that's in the woods has adapted. And we're just like used to being inside and comfy and cozy and cuddly and nice and warm. And then we have to go outside. And I feel like every time in that situation, I would go out to pee. And I just couldn't stop thinking about the predator <laughs> with his night vision or his heat vision. the You know, the off-world pervert that he is just watching me take a whiz. <laughs> no wonder why the name's Predator.
1: Jesus, staring at some little kid's wiener. And then we have Chris now, Hansen
0: saying like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a that's a versus movie I want to see. <laughs> Why don't you have a seat?
1: Why don't you have a seat? <laughs> so, okay, let me tell you a story before we talk about West Virginia. Oh, no. Growing up, we would go deer hunting. Now, if you know anything about deer hunting... I do. You know that there's a really, there's cold mornings in early November Mm. where you get up at around three or four in the morning and you walk out to your deer stand, middle of the night, pitch black, and you get into this wooden box and you sit there in silence. It's crisp. Fresh. But when you've held a weapon before, I don't want to idolize weapons here, but Scott, you've held a gun. Many. And you feel powerful right you can take out a lot of things with a gun walking through the woods alone at three in the morning a gun has never felt more insignificant than that moment i'm like what the fuck is this thing gonna do anything could get me anything whatever i shoot is just gonna go right through and it's gonna
0: keep coming out here it's gonna kill me where where did you go hunting
1: exactly the same place i talked about the Wendigo biting my wing-wong
0: up north and uh, on the border. Yeah. Well, unless you had bear shot, yeah, you you were a goner. You you were yeah. living on the That's edge. That's all I thought. Like my my deer
1: hunting rifle was no match against a full grown bear. <laughs>
0: uh, and now you've become one. Look at that. You, you've become what you are afraid of,
1: gentlemen. <laughs> what?
0: West Virginia. Mountain Mamas? No, take me home. (laughs) The Mothman. Yes, this is the same Mothman from the movie The Mothman Prophecies. The final scene of that movie is a retelling of a take of an event that actually happened in 1967. No. You see, the silver bridge that connects Point Pleasant, West Virginia, and Gallipoli, Ohio, collapsed at the height of rush hour, killing 46 people. And according to the legend, it was the Mothman, the great bringer of death, who caused the accident. Okay,
1: I have some gripe with this. Number one, West Virginia, you're in the Appalachians. Mm -hmm. A place which is renowned to strike fear in the heart of any person who goes out in the woods and you hear a scream or you hear a child's voice,
0: you run. You move. (laughs) You do not look back. Mothman? I'm sorry, but those woods are death. It's crazy to think that, like, we may have evolved from, like, cave-dwelling people and everything that we were afraid of was either bigger than us or more adapted to situations like the woods or... Just at night, that's when things hunted and we had to kind of like build fire and build protection and design our lives to avoid that whilst also becoming the alpha predators of pretty much the entire planet. And yet, just about any human being who hasn't prepared for anything, you could go drop them in these situations and they might go into a catatonic state because there's something in the back of our mind that still says run. I am not safe. There could be no animals around for miles. But your brain just knows, like, this, is, this was never a safe situation at any point in time in human history. I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we talk about these
1: scary stories, and I think that it's all surrounding Halloween, which if you couldn't tell. We're dressed as ketchup and mustard. I mean, I look like a misformed banana, and Scott looks like <laughs> uh, use tampon Halloween Yeah, I think growing up did your parents check your candy to make sure that nobody got into it every single year on the news there was something like make sure there's no razor blades in your Twizzlers make sure they don't lace it with drugs and opioids here's the deal that stuff's expensive people are not giving that away for
0: free I feel like today things are more likely to be laced than they were 30 years ago. There's a lot of just myth and
1: legend surrounding Halloween, but I want to tell you a story, or maybe a few
0: stories, of actual things that have happened on Halloween throughout the decades. Are these are these sad things? Are these things that are going to make me cry and feel bad about myself? And I mean, maybe. Let's start with number one. <laughs> In October 31... Uh,
1: that's Halloween, Willie! You idiot! They're all going to be the thirty-first of October. <laughs> Starting it off strong in nineteen twenty-two on Halloween, the Italian dictator Mussolini oh, was elected to power. It's the rise of fascism.
0: <laughs> oh man! Yeah, that's that's not a good one. History. Ooh. Do you think he picked that? That one's number one. Do you think he picked that on purpose? Do you think he thought he was right? I mean he was on he he was the right side like yeah like right conservative In that
1: sense yeah fascism yeah Speaking of accidents in 1990 on Halloween William Anthony Odom was 15 years old when he accidentally hung himself When staging a gallows scene in the basement of his haunted house. Oh, why, why do you even mess around with that, bro? Like, come on. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit earlier in 1977. One year old Nima Lewis Carter went missing from her cradle. Since all the windows and doors in her room were locked shut, it is believed her abductor was hiding out in the closet. Uh. The child was found a month later, unalive, in a refrigerator, in an abandoned house nearby. What makes the case even freakier is that the previous year, -year three-year-old twin girls went missing in the same town. They were lured out of their house and then trapped into a fridge. They were found two days later, but only one had survived. The surviving child, Tina... Carpenter identified their babysitting Jacqueline Robidoux as the kidnapper, but the accusation never led to a conviction. A year later, Robidoux was Nima Lewis Carter's babysitter. She was a suspect again, but there was no
0: evidence. They went back to the same babysitter? Oh, it's two different families, but yes. okay. Okay, okay. I was going to be like, what? Yeah nope 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 that's not gonna say anything
1: i graduated in 2005 which is probably horrifying for people on the streets because i was in a car but back in 2005 locals in a small town in delaware thought that their neighbor had reached new heights with their halloween decorations Uh uh-oh hanging from a tree in their garden was what everyone thought were a was a really in-depth decoration before they realized it was the person that lived there. Fuck. <laughs> Let me en- end with this one. Can 2014.
0: It, can it be a good disaster? Are there any of those? A beautiful, another
1: bad year for a Halloween decorations. Beautiful disaster. Oh no.
0: As when a man
1: dragged a headless body out of his apart- apartment apartment And then kicked the head to the other side of the street. People thought it was a Halloween prank. The truth only came to light later when a person tried to move the body out from the middle of the street
0: and realized it was real. Uh, I don't want want to go outside anymore. I'm just going to stay inside. I need you to hug your
1: wife tonight. I need you to look her in the eyes. And I need you to realize that statistically, she is the one that's going to murder you, <laughs> and vice versa. <laughs> You're going to what? That was a lot of bad news. I'm There's gonna... nine of them, so lurkers, go into the comments. You can find you can find the little uh, thing. Go find it. I wanna I wanna push
0: the show over to some good news. Small 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 smidge. Tiny bit of bad news for Team Scott, but very good news, big good news for Willie. He's going streaking. He's... Wait a minute. You said Team Scott. Do I don't have a team? Well,
1: no. You. Good news for, bad news for Team Scott. Good news for Willie. He doesn't have a team. Little you bitch. kicked
0: everybody off of your team three weeks ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when I believe you said I hate every fucking one of you. <laughs>
0: And I meant every word. (laughs) So, uh, Willie won again. So, congratulations, my friend. I did. And guess what, Scott? What?
1: What? In the butt. You're afraid of everything. And this week is going to be no freaking different. Because we're doing (laughs) the scariest
0: movie monsters of all time. Willie sent me this. Horrifying website. Losers say... Uh, with my first pick. I'm going to go with the Alien Queen. With my first pick. I'm going to go with the Predator. With my second pick. I'm going to go with Godzilla.
1: Pick number two. I'm not going to pronounce this right. The Nazgul. Oh, all
0: right, all right. Pick number three. One of the most terrifying monsters in my childhood, the T-1000. Hey, fun fact. The actor for that practiced
1: running with his mouth shut. I know. So that he could make it scarier. Yep.
0: And not blinking. He never blinked the entire movie. Insane. (laughs) Insane.
1: Speaking of insane, pick number three, Pennywise. Ooh,
0: solid, solid choice. Pick number four probably should have chosen this for my last one cuz it's weird but the stay puffed marshmallow man <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh somehow Scott that's what I look like as a child so I feel like you just put me on your team as a child hey <laughs> for my number 4 pick
0: the sandworm from dune solid very solid and because It is a terrifying monster, let's just say, kids everywhere will be afraid of. I'm going to go with, for my number five pick, James P. Sullivan from Monsters, Inc. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Somehow, Scott, you have, what an amazing, amazing cast. But to end mine, I am going to go with Sloth. From the Goonies.
0: (laughs) Nice. Uh, Okay. So, if you are tuning in right now, who did you pick? Did you pick the right team? Because you're finding out today which team you sided with. And I hope you chose mine. Maybe you chose Willie's. But either way, if you chose one of us, you made a smart decision. We have one more smart thing
1: to do, Scott because it's time for another exciting round of Scott Smart or Out Smart. Are you ready, Scott? Let's go! Fantastic, here's how the game works, lovely lurkers. I've got five tricky trivia questions for Scott. For every question that he gets right, he is one step closer to the real answer because here's the twist. All of the answers have a connection. Scott, if you win, I,
0: Have to grow your mustache for the month of November.
1: I'm already married. I'm already married. I'm already married. I'm already married. (laughs) But if I win, November 1, you have to shave off your beard. Like the
0: whole thing? Keep the mustache or just everything? All of it. My wife is not going to like that. (laughs) All right. Let's do this.
1: And with that, question number one. The official state song of Florida, commonly called "Swanee River, is actually named for what fondly remembered people at home? Uh, stay-at-home moms? Incorrect. That's the hardest one of the day. Okay. Question number two. In Roman myth, what powerful god received... Epithets like Calaisus, heavenly, and Tonans, thunderer. Roman gods. Mm-hmm. Jupiter. Correct. <laughs> In the first line of "Big Yellow Taxi" by Joni Mitchell, she laments the fact that they paved paradise and put up a what? Parking lot correct number four chicken foot and Mexican train are table games played with what pieces dominoes correct I don't know why you know that (laughs) question number five Africa's iconic panthers are actually recessive black-furred variety of what great cat Jaguars. Incorrect. Okay. All right. So I have Jupiter. With three correct. Okay. Jupiter, parking lot, and dominoes. What is the connection?
0: All right. My guess for Jupiter, parking lot, and dominoes, they are all terrible places to lose your virginity. (laughs)
1: <laughs> somehow he got it right everybody now let me give you some answers Scott and if you can get this with all five I will not make you shave but I will participate in No Shave November question number one the official state song of Florida commonly called "Swanee River is actually named for what fondly remembered people? old folks so you got old people Jupiter parking lots dominoes and that iconic panther is actually just a variation of leopards old folks, leopards dominoes parking lots in Jupiter what's the most iconic thing about
0: Jupiter it's the biggest planet thing about Jupiter the storm the, ri- the eye The red eye. What's called the the great. You're big never. Eye. You're
1: never gonna get it.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Tell me.
1: Well, Scott, these are all things with spots. Oh
0: no, parking lots have <laughs> spots. No. <laughs> Uh, they old actually, folks, a lot of spots. with old folks Jupiter,
1: <laughs> the big red spot. Parking lots have spots. Uh, Dominoes have spots and leopards have a lot of spots. Scott, I am excited to see
0: you. Buck naked? Yes. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. Save that for the OnlyFans. All right. That's our show, lovely lurkers. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you like the show, please tell a friend and rate and review wherever you lurk. We
1: appreciate your love so much. So remember, be kind to one another and we'll see you this weekend.